Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Soap Dish Sound Style. I am your host, Tony Ann. And with me this week, I've got Dylan, Nick, and Ariet. Say hello. Hey, y'all. Michael is unfortunately under the weather this week. We wish him well, and hopefully he will be back with us in a couple of weeks. All right. It was day of days this weekend, so we have quite a lot of news to discuss. And first things first, Peter Reckle and Christian Alfonso are filming at Days. Bo and Hope return in 2023. How excited are y'all? Because I was literally happy dancing in the Twitter streets when we finally got to see the announcement. I'm super excited. I'm not shocked because I figured it would happen eventually. We all saw it kind of coming. I'm so excited to have them back. I want to see how like how it all unfolds, how they find Bo and how... Bow and Hope eventually reunite. I'm super excited about this. I cannot wait. I'm so excited. She surprised finally me. announced it though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I figured once Steve, which we'll talk about in a second, once they announced Steve Burton earlier this week, I figured either him or both of them were coming at Day of Days. I was hoping it was going to be Peter and Christian because I'm not going to lie, I did not think Christian was coming back. Um, so her announced her coming back shocked me but we kind of knew he was back because hints have been dropped and so just to finally have it official i was like yes i was so excited i cannot wait to see where this story goes dylan what about you yeah like i'm interested to see like where they move forward from here but like i i don't know maybe this is just me like one plus one equals two there was no bringing him back without her. Yeah. So I don't yeah. understand people being like, I'm shocked she's back. Why? They weren't going to do this if they didn't have her. Yeah. Even mo- just from the setup. Yeah. Like the setup that they have, it doesn't work without her. Yeah, the moment he woke up at the end of Beyond Salem, I'm like, okay, well, just waiting for the announcement now. Because <laughs> I mean, like to me, that's why they left themselves that wiggle room because clearly he was on board. So they could always like, okay, he it's going to take as long as it's going to take until we can work out terms with her. And until we can work out terms with her, Bo's just floating around. Maybe this works. Maybe this doesn't. Like we yeah. could keep him in this state indefinitely. They left it very open-ended. And they were smart for doing that. Yeah. And also, sure. like, why are you bringing back Harris if you're not bringing back Hope? Yeah. 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 That's... <laughs> I, yeah, they I probably should have announced Steve after this. Right? <laughs> like, uh, look, y'all help me understand how this <laughs> surprises Because I'm just like, connect was... the dots. La, 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 la. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was told she wasn't filming. That was what I was told. Like, because there were there have been rumors going around since at least August that he was back on set because he was he physically filmed a promo for the Peacock move. Yeah. On the set. So we knew he was there filming. She was just a big question mark because she told every press outlet known to man that she would never go back to the main show. And then I had heard that he was filming and she was not. So I just went by what I was told and accepted that we had half, but am very, very happy to be wrong. One of the few times I'm happy to be wrong, and we have both of them back. It is going to be magic. I am so excited. Like, this is the story for 2023 that I am super um, excited about, despite the fact that we have 
uh, Steve Burton returning, well, returning because he was on Days in the 80s uh, as Harris Michaels as part of the story. I could technically do without Steve Burton, but I would rather him be employed in Salem than over in Port Charles. So I guess there's <laughs> that. <laughs> I, I think because they used him to use, they used his character in this story on Beyond Salem, I think they had to bring him back. Yeah. And honestly, it would have been, just been weird if he just suddenly was gone, especially because they left it open ended whether he was actively he was actually doing that stuff on his own or whether he was forced to do it. Right. Because at, at this point, because as soon as they announced it, I, we we knew it was the Bo story because of of like you said, Nick, the way they left it open. Because yeah. in my head, he's either he's going to be unbrainwashed and go undercover for Hope to figure out to get confirmation on who Megan is trying to resurrect because the audience knows that she's resurrecting Bo, but Hope and, and, and Harris have no idea. So I think he's going to end up going undercover for Hope, working with Megan, trying to figure out who Megan was trying to resurrect. And that's going to kind of lead us all the way back to Bo. I'm, I'm actually very, very excited to see where all of this goes. And it sounds like we have everybody around for a while, which is yeah, nice I'm, to know. Yeah. I'm just, I'm very curious to see what they do with Harris after this. Like, is he sticking around? Are they trying to install him back in yeah, Salem? Because it's, like, it's giving short-term tease. Yeah, because I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't expect them to keep Harris in Salem, but again stranger things have happened on yeah. this show but even though it's short term it's a longer short term than most short terms because when i think of short term i think of maybe like one two months I, it sounds to me like we have them at least six months which to me is great hmm. you know, yeah if if we tell this story over six months and then we get a bow and hope happily ever after sailing off on the fancy face four okay, I'm good with that. But at least we know we have those six months to tell the story and we're not just trying to rush this into a sweeps period. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I want that. I don't think this story should be rushed because Bo and Hope, they're an iconic couple. They're a simple couple and we want to see that journey. So uh, don't drag it out too long because <laughs> that's going <laughs> to make fans frustrated. But a good six months, like, that's not too long. That's not too short. I'm here for it. Yeah. And honestly, I think Bo and Hope might be up there with John and Marlena as the other thing that Ron Carlovati is not going to fuck up. Fingers crossed. Hopefully this time, because right? he, he didn't have a problem fucking over Hope. Hope without Bo and Hope with Bo are two separate things for me. I think the Bo of it all is going to make him have more care. So far, with Bo, even them not interacting on Beyond Salem 2, Hope was feeling more like Hope than she has in years. So I'm trying to stay optimistic. I'm hoping he doesn't fuck up. But we'll see. Also, too, I think he, he knows what it's like to, like, to fuck up to the point where he loses her. And now that he's got her back, I don't think he's going to mess that up again. If he so tells me stupid. Yeah, well, true, but I think <laughs> I, I just say I am very optimistic for where this goes. And now we can we kind of talked about the Steve Burton of it all. So now we can move into our last news item, which is the Day of Days promo dropped, confirming the returns of Miranda Wilson, 
and Victoria Conifal as Megan Hathaway and Sierra Brady Weston. What else was everyone excited to see as part of the promo? Or maybe what was something that you're kind of a little unsure about? Dylan, why don't you start? Oh. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you're like great gowns, beautiful gowns. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> honestly, like. I'm I'm curious about the end of it, like the the EJ and Nicole of it all. Like, how do we get to that? Somebody said that Sloane and Eric were kissing in the promo. Huh? Did y'all catch mm-hmm. that? Because I missed that. I didn't see them kissing, Definitely but I saw. That. I don't think they were kissing, but she was next to him, and when um she slapped Nicole in the beginning, that was yeah. her that slapped Nicole. Okay, yeah. I could not tell. Yeah, and it took me a minute to figure that out. Okay. Who, listen, I missed I had, all of that. Yeah, <laughs> I had to watch the thing like seven times in order to get half of it. I don't know where. How, how are people? Maybe they confused Allie and Alex with Sloane and uh, Eric. I don't know how. I don't know. I, all I saw was Sloane and Eric, so I just assumed that they were they, they were one of the couples kissing in the really fast shots of people kissing. Maybe they weren't, and I just was they were not something else. They were not. Uh, it was Sander and Sarah, Alex and um, Allie, Will and Sunny. Alex and Allie? Yeah. 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 Wait, they were kissing? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shows how much you paid the thing. I you watched watch it. it. Yes, I watched it. <laughs> <laughs> this shit must have moved very fast because I remember Alex and Stephanie. Yeah, Alex and the- go watch it again later. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Dylan. We we interrupted you. <laughs> no, I just like uh, I mean like other than like the obviously like the bow and hope of it all mm-hmm. was super cool for me. But other than that, like I I wasn't you know like nothing was terrible. It was just all kind of like I think what it is is like there there was nothing super surprising. Yeah, nothing yeah. Nothing that made you go, oh, my God. Yeah. So I it's mean, not something that you're not necessarily dreading, but it's like, all right, this is happening. Let's just wait and see what happens kind I'm, of a thing. I mean, I can see her point there because, like, there's nothing in the promo that made me go, oh, my God, I did not see that coming. It's kind of things that yeah, you kind of had a feeling it would happen sooner or later. like the both Yeah, like, for all. example... Like um, the the thing where they're like, um, Kate doesn't make it. Had they let, and then you see like Marlena, and, no, then you see Kayla, and then you see Marlena, and, and like they go to have. Had they just showed them not making it, and then not showed the heaven part after, yeah, I'd have been like, oh, maybe someone actually does not make it out of the three of them but you've shown me heaven and then you've also shown me megan so now i know everyone's getting resurrected and i am no longer interested yeah that's that's just how my brain works you you i feel like leave some surprises like even if we feel like the storytelling is predictable leave room for the maybe y'all are gonna swerve me yeah but it's Nick, like what when ab- you don't do that, it's just like okay. Nick, what about you? Is there anything in the promo that stuck out to you? No, not really. Um, it's it's things that 
we kind of saw coming. Um, I'm not really too emotionally invested in anything, so we'll just see what happens. Okay. All right. What about you? I I keep changing my opinion about the show all the time, but I know these damn promos always get me so excited. We will see what happen, happens in a few weeks, but I'm, like I said, I'm super excited about the bulb of it all. I'm low-key intrigued to see the whole, like, like Kate, uh, Marlena, and uh, Kayla being sick again. Like, I... I am leading to the heavenly first wives club. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am I am curious who they're like coming across there in heaven. And I also like I like the change we saw when it comes to a product production level. Like I yeah. like that set. Um the rooftop set or whatever it is. Um, I like that. Uh, I liked a few like small things here and there. Some I'm intrigued about. Some were okay. Nothing shocked me. But overall, I think it was a decent promo. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to like the big storyline that is. Um, yeah, and then the other stuff we'll see as like the months go by how it all unfolds. I am not really feeling um, the Oracle and Jada stuff. Yeah, that's kind of where I was going to go to. Like, and most everything in the promo for me, I was like, yay. And then they got to the Oracle Jada stuff. And I was like, oh, this is going to be cringe city. And I hate feeling that because I was so excited when I read the Soap Opera Digest preview for what's coming up next week. And even how some of the scenes played this week, which we'll talk about in a little bit. I was excited for the potential of where this storyline could go. And that promo just left me feeling very uneasy. I feel like Nicole is about to get destroyed in more this story. And I, she huh? might as well pick out more clown makeup. Because... <laughs> I'm glad Eric told her off, though. because If a- Jada loses that baby and Nicole is the reason why, Eric and Nicole, I don't think, can come back from that. And that's what terrifies me. Well, I have an opinion that you're not going to like, but... It- they have sucked the life out of Eric Cole with this story. And it's really unfortunate because these are characters, all three of them, I enjoy them and like I want to see them. Like I want to see them in the big stories. This story has not been it. We still don't know who Jada is. Hopefully we might find out more as like the months go by. But uh, it's just so frustrating that we haven't until now. And then we have Eric Cole, who are, have been stuck in the same circle for like, I feel a like. Decade. For, thank you. <laughs> Since Eric returned in 2012, they've been playing this will they, won't they with Eric and Nicole. And I was excited the first time when Xander tried to blow them up in that room. But after that, after she went back to Daniel, after she was with Brady. And it's not even her being with the men. It's just, do y'all, like, because before that, we knew, okay, do y'all really, really care about this couple? Okay, you showed us you don't. Now you got them both back, and we're here. And then you showed us this preview. It doesn't give me, there's no, like, there's, people are trying to convince me this is the couple to root for, and I haven't seen a story that makes me root for them yet. This is the story where I'm, for the first time in a while, not 
really I don't hate them. I like I like Ericole, but I'm not rooting for them right now because the story is trash. You know what I think? I think they're playing Eric and Nicole like they're a young couple. And they're not. Like they're they're, they're Ace has wrong. a tendency of doing that though. Like, they sort of reverse it. They play their young couples like their older couples and their older couples like their young couples, and it's weird. Yeah, um, like if if Al, okay, take Ali and Chanel. If they were being torn apart and put back together and torn apart and put back together, or doing the long term will they, won't they? Okay, that makes sense. They're brand new, they're still in their twenties. Eric and Nicole are forty-five. We don't need to will they, won't they? They do. Now let's figure out what they're going to do while they're doing it. Like it's just, yeah. <laughs> we don't yeah. need we don't need this push and pull anymore. Put them together and write something about that. Write them together and write a story for for their for them around that. We don't need this. A few other things that I wasn't feeling in the promo and is Alex and um Ali kiss. So by the way, yeah, I just went back and watched that. That really I lost right over that i thought it was stephanie oh why are they doing that <laughs> no idea no freaking oh it, it just pisses me off and then i i was really invested in the story but now i'm kind of i'm not like they haven't really taken me out of it to the point of me not being invested i'm just confused um and it's the whole sloan's mother being the one chanel killed i'm a bit confused but We'll see how that story goes. Otherwise, oh, I also I'm very excited about the return of Miranda. So that's basically all of my thoughts. You mean about... Megan? Oh, sorry, Megan. I yeah, meant I'm, I'm excited, about, excited that. about that. I would like I am curious to see how her and Kristen get on. That's where and... I'm like, because yeah. Yeah. And like how her and EJ work out and you know whether or not Tony weird. gets his wife and his wallet and heads for the hills. <laughs> Megan, Megan and Kristen, I mean, are similar-ish characters, and they had a very similar-ish dynamic with I, Stefano, like Meg, because like Megan was like the apple of his eye in the '80s, who would always scheme with him and stuff, and then Kristen kind of became that in the '90s. So it'd be very interesting to see those two characters play off. Of I each feel other. like Megan is more better at planning stuff. Totally, and Completely. like she's more and totally. cal- calm and collected. Meanwhile, Kristen is like all over the place. Unhid psycho. Yeah. <laughs> Which is going to make their interactions very, very fun because Megan is gonna be like, I don't do all of this emotional bullshit. Please rein it in. <laughs> yeah. And because we'll be on Peacock soon, she can actually say that. <laughs> it's gonna be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, definitely. So does anybody else have any final thoughts on the promo before we head on into this week's stories? Nope. All right, so moving on into our first headline. Xander is the dumbest kidnapper ever. He takes Susan to the Kyriakis garden shed where Bonnie finds her and he is now holding both of them hostage because he is a fucking moron. Why did he leave her? I didn't, first of all, why would you take her to your family's house? Because he's and second. And second, why would you just leave her to go to dinner at the big at the mansion? Like because Sarah just... because Sarah called him there. They were having I'm, a big anniversary I'm aware dinner. Of that, but you should have moved her ass at the very least before you just <laughs> left her. <laughs> like, oh, uh, he, he acts like Kristen. Like, <laughs> I've I have told y'all that 
the Lord gave Xander a double portion of good looks and great body because he didn't give him much in the brains department. Now, baby, can, baby boy can be shrewd. He can come up with a plan. It's just the execution of that plan and the details. The details. Well, them details. Because as you can see, he he successfully, we're going to, you know what, we're going to, we're going to pass out a goal. He's going to get a sticker. We're getting, we're getting a sticker on the assignment. He completed the assignment. The assignment was to kidnap Susan. Um... It's all this extra credit work that he did. Yeah, I, I, I don't think when <laughs> Ava said, I don't think when Ava said kidnap Susan, she meant please take Susan home with her, home with you, and make her your pet, which is essentially what he's doing. He's like hiding a puppy in the shed. I just—he's pretty. He ain't smart. I just feel like you're not smart. You're not <laughs> smart. I, I will say I enjoyed the scenes with Susan. And Xander, and I was so happy that Xander had that creepy freaking clown mask on because, like, you know, there had to have been at least two or three times within those scenes that Paul wanted to break. And if he did, nobody could see because he was wearing the mask. Yes, yes. He's this is a this is a constant thing with him. He consistently overcomplicates things. Everything, like with the whole Doctor Snyder thing. Like we didn't have to do all that. We 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 didn't have to have a whole weekend at Bernie's like this whole thing like this was the best location you could come up with. I literally was watching this, going, "Why did you bring <laughs> her to the Kyriakis Garden Shed?" Which I mean, her being there made Bonnie finding her make way more sense because when we originally saw this in the promo, I assumed naturally that they were in some shed in the woods in Bumblefuck somewhere. <laughs> but no, we are apparently on we apparently can go home again and decided to take our kidnapping victims with us. And and then it's like, okay, well what what would you have done if it had been Maggie? Yeah. Okay, and can we also talk about how the company he works for is ah! Xander spelled backwards? Wait. <laughs> oh, <Lord>. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some somebody else pointed this out on Twitter and I, I felt like an idiot for not grasping it. So what Victor that- was like rednecks. <laughs> 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 oh, because I was thinking actual rednecks, like <laughs> like R E D N E C K S. No, it's red. It's rednecks, which nobody yeah. figured out was Xander backwards. And I'm just like, well, this is this is the show where nobody realized that Aramid was Damaris spelled backwards. So that's yeah. not shocking. It's, it's oh, I didn't mess. know that either. <laughs> such unnecessary. Xander's an idiot. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm telling you. I'm t- and making Sarah look like a whole clown. Yeah, it's just sir. Because you're supposed to be working late and you get and he beats you to the place of the party and you don't question why the hell he got there quicker than the flash. <laughs> it, this whole thing is it's a mess. It's it's well, all a mess. All I can say is Xander's uh, like mask was very fitting. <laughs> Yeah, no, because he went the entire thing, and I'm like, sir, you're a fool, absolute fool. Yeah, he is definitely under the big top right about now. 
right along with his boss, Ava, who we can move right into our next little thing here. Ava's downward spiral continues. With the help of Ghost Charlie, she taunts EJ about Susan, leading EJ to kidnap Trip. Poor Trip. He just be minding his business. Right. Being the only doctor at the hospital. Here come this bullshit. <laughs> well, you can't say that Ava didn't have it coming because right? most definitely Ava does. did. Trip didn't. <laughs> Here's my thing. When she took that man's mama, yeah, all the gloves, the the gloves came. I, like I, I said to Arya, Ava told EJ to meet her outside, and he pulled up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like Cardi did on that fan. <laughs> <laughs> but it, I mean, you're not wrong. Like this, and is the what thing I- is, like, I like Ava. I like Ava. <laughs> She's my villain. But all of this is her fault. Because let's yeah. not forget, this started with her trying to scam him. Yep. I'm at the point now where, as much as I enjoy having Mike Manning on the screen, I need an explanation as to why Ava is seeing dead people. I said this last week. <laughs> you did. <laughs> and I, like, I, this, I, this don't make no sense if she's just normal. Like, what's up? Like, I mean, and can, can you just put in a line of dialogue like, I have not felt right since Jake died? Which would track because hallucination started the second that Jake was pronounced dead. Yep. Because she had that, she had the scenes with Jake right when he died. And then, you know, everything was cool. We thought she was, you know, we thought she was sane because her hallucinations of Jake were actually a not dead Stefan. So it actually seemed like she's insane. She was sane. But if she's actually gone cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, can you let us know that, please? Yeah, because and my big issue with the Charlie stuff is they're playing it too casually. Like Ava doesn't seem crazy. Like right. she she's just talking to him like it's normal. And why is she not completely freaked out that she's having hallucinations of her dead son? Well, they're not playing it the way we think it should be played. So that's what's taking me out. And I'm, that's why I'm asking the question: Why is she seeing him? Because at the very least. Let me see her foaming at the mouth or something. Like, why is this? She just randomly talking to him, and it's, she's very calm, and he's calm. It's weird. It's yeah. I mean, unless it's not supposed to be a mental break thing, and he's just a manifestation of her conscience, which okay. But given her history, we're naturally going to go to crazy town, and like we've seen how Ava reacts when she thinks she's seeing things that are not there. Yeah, and none of that is here, and it's weird. I mean, Tamara Braun is doing a great job. Like, I love her as a villain, and she and Mike Manning have always played well off of each other. It's just there's a lot of weirdness here that ruins all of that. And they're not addressing it. At all. They're, like, trying to – I think it's one of those things where Ron would just hope that we are not that smart. And sorry, sir, but yes, we are. Or I he just it. doesn't think we would, we would question it. Like, oh, yeah. Ava's crazy, so we were all just jumped to that conclusion. But you, you told us before this Ava wasn't crazy. So, like – now what it's it's very confusing and it it makes it does it makes it very hard to enjoy this i wonder if the if we're actually gonna see that when the whole car crash thing happens i wonder if charlie's gonna be in the car with her the way abigail was with jennifer possibly and then you're then you're gonna have susan in the back seat going well attempting to go who the hell are you talking to she's gonna be gagged but it's going to be crazy if the entire like because Ava's supposed to find Bonnie and Susan, I think, at least according to the to the 
uh, Peacock Move promo. Um, so I'm wondering, like, is Charlie going to be there the whole time, like egging her on and being like, yes, mom, do this. Like, I'm so confused. This is so not. weird. There's only so much Charlie I can take. Oh, yes. <laughs> what? I was nice. <laughs> you were. <laughs> I I just don't, do not care for this character. But it's happening, so I guess. But I'm curious to see how we go from this to Ava's car exploding and falling down the cliff. Well, I feel like now, like... Ava at this point is so pissed off because Trip is gone that she's going to take Susan and go nuclear and that EJ is going to end up following behind Ava trying to find her with Susan in the car and then he's going to be the one that causes the crash and causes Ava to go off the cliff. Had she not see I, I hate when I have to defend characters that are not my people but EJ would not be in this situation had Ava the scammer not like tried to insert herself into his family business. And technically that actually all goes back on Gabby because Ava didn't want no part of this. Gabby did. Ava's a grown ass woman. Oh no. Gabby didn't, hold a, Gabby didn't hold a gun to her head. No, but I'm just saying that there's some interesting like, ramifications. Like Gabby's idea can... Ava could have told her it was a dumbass idea. She and, did. <laughs> and just had no parts of it and so like i'm and i already know in my soul that they're going to find a way to try to make this ej's fault like particularly i'm i'm pretty sure that johnny is going to try to find a way to make this ej's fault and no sir it's the woman whose guts you were trying to get up in that is at fault the crazy thing is johnny's not even going to be in town for this he's going to be in jakarta with wendy playing let's knock dr rolf unconscious (laughs) It's like, I can, I, like I just I, and listen EJ's a whole gloved hand kidney stealing child kidnap like he's he's not great he's not great okay he's done a lot <laughs> he's, <But> he's not <laughs> he's, great <laughs> he's done a lot but this is this is mama oh no no but it's definitely like the entire situation is not his fault but i have a feeling the crash and like the actual physical like i think he is going like his car is going to be the reason her car goes off the cliff her car's gonna go off the cliff because her car shouldn't have been on the road (laughs) i'm I'm that person i'm i'm standing 10 toes down in it i don't care if he plays fast and furious and taps her bumper i don't care if he pulls up to her bumper like he's grace jones i am not i am not going to in any way shape or form hold him responsible for this yeah i I don't i don't care i don't care because if the car if susan had not been kidnapped susan wouldn't have been in the back seat and no, this all goes back on Ava. This is your, this is her singular solo L. Hold it. Xander gets a little bit of the credit for being a complete dumbass and putting himself in this position. But if it hadn't been Xander, she'd have gotten someone else. True. This all goes back Mm-mm-mm. to Ava wanting revenge, and and it's like, okay, you want revenge for why you tried to scam your way in to this man's family business and he caught you. Y- you got caught. 
Like all of this is your fault, Miss Malmus. Like all of this. He let you go. (laughs) That part. (laughs) Like he let you go. Because you could have been under the jail. He let you go. He could have pressed charges. Like Trip said, come home with me. But no, you decided to listen to the devil Charlie on your shoulder and stay in town and cause a mess. And now Susan and Ava are going to pay the price for I it. Love, I just, I love Ava, but I cannot defend her. This, yeah, like, like, it's just it like feels Xander weird Fe- over here, like taking up the shield and the sword for EJ Demira, but, like, <laughs> but just like Xander, she has clown shoes on. Yeah, like this, it's is... gonna end up in her death. So, and like, I love how Steve. <laughs> Steve, Steve was knew. looking at her with the squint, with with that one eye of judgment. Like, look, <laughs> I'm gonna get my boy, but just please, but no, I know that there's more to this, and I do plan on finding out what right? that is. I'm gonna be and, back, and when I get when, back, you're gonna explain yourself. And when they come back, and Ava is dead, they're really gonna know that something weird happened. See, all I saw in that scene when, or heard in that scene with Steve was. Him pulling his Brian Mills taken voice. <laughs> I cannot help it. But anyway, he was not wrong. He had all the energy for Ava. And I was like, you know what? Steve might not be my favorite person right now, but he is not wrong. He's kind of been on a roll ever since the We Should Kill Orpheus. Yeah. Like, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> honestly, I've kind of been rocking back in Steve's corner since the devil possession, to be honest. Like, all of the damage they did to him in 2020 is slowly starting to become undone and I'm slowly starting to see the character that I recognize and love again which is nice yeah yeah because I've missed him I'm just saying he's been especially recently he's been he's been making points since he was like yo we need to kill this man because I'm just saying we could have avoided a lot of problems he's not wrong he never should have went to John for it because John is not about the murder, yeah. but he's definitely not wrong. <laughs> like, you were better off doing it yourself than going to John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should have been solo on that one and just feigned surprise. <gasps> oh my word. <laughs> he died. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I am shocked. Right? Well, what we having for dinner? <laughs> right? Honestly. <laughs> What did everybody think of the chicken? I thought the chicken was lovely. <laughs> you want to help me with the salad? <laughs> oh, I cannot with you guys. Oh. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> are, are we ready to move into our yes. next headline? Yes. We are ripping through these. All right. The results are in and Abe and Paulina win their elections. Abe steps down to join Paulina in the governor's mansion. Before the celebration can really get started, Sean crashes the party to arrest Chanel for murder. All right. Well, before we get into the Chanel of it all, can I just say that if I were a resident of Salem and the mayor that I just voted for won and he announced in his acceptance speech that he was stepping down as mayor to go support his wife as governor, I would be a very pissed off Salemite. Yeah, Facts, though. Now, you, now that weird. you could, yeah, it does sound weird because, listen, I don't care about politics. But when people were, people were tweeting about this, and I was like, why are people low key annoyed with Abe? But like the context, just hearing it now, it does not really make sense. 
Then you could, then, like he could have he could have resigned or stepped down before the election. Yeah, right? exactly. He should have dropped out of the election and said, because my wife is running for governor, I will not seek re-election. Please vote for my wife. Perfectly would have been fine. This was just not it. And this is like uh, that that moment took me all the way out. I'm like, they could that was just weird. I mean, this whole thing was kind of weird, weird. because I mean <laughs> I'm glad we know now, thanks to the promo, what she actually did. But the way they dealt with everything this week and not telling us what she did drove me up a freaking wall. Like, yeah, okay. I knew, we, I knew we would get there quickly. Like, that's always annoying when someone's, I know what you did last summer. What the <laughs> fuck did I do last summer? Like, right. like, just... But how long ago was this supposed to be? Uh, I, it, when she was in college. So three, four years ago. Okay. Was she that drunk? Did she even do it? Was she set up? I want to well, know. Well, she more. doesn't she doesn't she didn't even know the person died. I'm thinking she was set up. Possibly. Because because I remember when when Sean arrested her for murder, she looked shocked. Because I remember her saying something like I didn't even know that they died. Like so whatever happened, I thought I think she thought all of this time, at least until she saw the blackmail material, that whatever happened, the person was fine. But they haven't said a lot on screen. They tried to not reveal it to the audience yet. So I don't know. Because I was in initially intrigued by this story, but now I don't know what the point of it is. I'm still intrigued. I just need it to move. Yeah, it's gonna move because we saw in the promo. I'm excited to see Raven play that. I'm trying to understand the point of the story. Like, to give Paulina another moment because it's not about Chanel. Yeah. This story is about Paulina being the mother bear that they want her to be. This, it was the same thing with Lonnie's paternity. That was a bit more about Paulina because she was in an an abusive relationship with that man. But this, there's no reason for Paulina to be the centerpiece of this. It should be about Chanel and it's not going to be. And it's kind of frustrating me because even like even if that previous story should have been a bit more about Lonnie, while like she kind of was the focus of it a bit, um, there was still some build up there. I felt like the I enjoyed the story, and I'm not sure right now what to make of it. But it kind of just happened all random. Yeah, and that's the thing they could have built this up better. Instead of introducing Sloan as Alex's plaything and then Leo's lawyer, why didn't they introduce her as maybe Paulina's lawyer or or try to try to almost do what General Hospital did with Nell and have Sloan trying to kind of become friends with Paulina and then you kind of start to see that underneath the facade of this nice girl that she's putting on you start to see that there is some real issues there either when she's around out like just kind of build this better like we could have had Sloan interacting with Allie and Chanel and just kind of seen little little looks or comments or something or hints that showed us that there was something there then build up to the blackmail so that by the time we get there, we actually care. But we kind of know what it's involved, but we may not know everything. Yeah, I agree with that. There was a way to start this story that 
at least at the very least could have had us invested before we knew what was actually going on. Yeah. They just kind of like started. It felt random when it started because yeah, no one expected one. No one. I don't think anyone expected Sloan to be around this long. And two, no one expected her to be interacting with Paulina and Chanel. That's and I think that's. I think you literally just hit the nail on the head. I think when they when they brought Sloan in, they liked what they saw with Sloan when they put her with Leo in you know the adversarial lawyer mode. But whatever they decided, they wanted to keep her around more. So they kind of had to figure out a way to do that, and they decided to do this because there was a bit of time where we didn't see Sloan for a while. It was like a good two yeah. or three weeks when we didn't see Sloan, and then all of a sudden, as soon as this blackmail story started, then we started seeing her more. So I seriously wonder if they decided they they are only doing this story instead of it being about Paulina as a way to give us more Sloan. Yeah, it's about it's yeah, a, it's about it's everybody about but Sloan Chanel. And Paulina, everybody but Chanel. Yeah, and which I, is always the biggest problem. I want this to be a story for Chanel. I don't think it's going to be, but I really want it to be because Raven Raven deserves to have her moment because she hasn't had a story that's been about her because even even who she picked, whether it be Allie or whether it be Johnny, that was more about them than it was about her. Yeah. Yep. And she, you know, they never fully played into the sister dynamic with her and Lonnie. They never quite made that as messy as they could have, as we wanted them to. And literally, since Chanel and Allie got together, they are where storyline went to die. They, there's been no story for them, and it sucks because even, even as offensive as it was. Where we thought the threesome was going, it didn't go there. And then we pivoted right, you know, then they became happy as soon as that was done. And then as soon as they're happy, we pivoted into this. And then she gets arrested and disappears for the rest of the week. That's when I knew, that's when I knew, oh, this story is not about Chanel. Because she got arrested and then we didn't see her. And then we kept flashing back between, going back between Paulina and Sloan. It's like, yeah, this story is not about Chanel. Even though Chanel just got arrested in public, this is not about her. And I just, I want more. I wish I could say I was surprised, but this is all. This is what Ron did with Lonnie and Eli. They had stories that should have been about them, but often weren't. Yeah, and that's where the stories often fall flat because it's not about the person. It would make sense for it to be about. And I don't dislike Sloane. I'm actually like really interested to learn more about her and i've i've liked what i've seen so far yeah but like i i I don't care about your mammy i'm just gonna be honest i don't i don't i don't have a reason to care because they haven't established established sloan so like i logically i understand like okay if she feels like if she you know believes that Chanel got away with murdering her mother or being responsible for her mother's death. Of course, logically, it makes sense that she is going to come in, you know, guns blazing, trying to get some measure of, you know, justice or revenge. I totally get that. The thing is, I don't have enough of an emotional connection to this character to be invested in that and to care. Yeah. And this is where they also could have 
taking advantage of the fact that her last name is Peterson. Hello. Make, that was, yeah. <laughs> that's where make I was her, going. Make her Chad's cousin. Yep. Have her mother be Chad's Ooh. mother's sister. Hello. Okay. But, See, you're you're in my head, Tony, because Ch- when Chad was that first work? introduced, he had a aunt named Brenda that he once lived with. I don't know if it was his father, his stepdad's sister, or his mother's sister. They never gave her a last name. But there was there were things in that backstory that they could have used to connect Sloan. Chad caring about somebody dying possibly could have worked. Him trying to figure out why Sloan suddenly shows up. Maybe he didn't even know Sloan, but he knows who his aunt is. It, there were ways to tie it to the canvas if you were going to do it this way. To Imagine if the minute Chad read that file, he's like, I'm sorry, I can't help you. Yep. And that's how we found out it was Slo- Sloan's mom. Sloan's mom. Or his aunt. And then after we find out that the, the person is this his aunt, we then find out that the person is Sloan's mother. And that's how we connect Sloan into all of this. It's weird, but it could have worked. And there was it was it's plausible enough that we would have rocked with it. But right now it just feels random and thrown together. It feels like they needed to do a story for uh, for something and they're just doing this because they can. They don't actually care about it and it sucks because Raven deserves more than that. I mean, they care about it to the to the point where it pleases the person that they're caring about in the story. Like yeah. the they care about it to the point where okay, long as Jack A is good and we got Paulina for the foreseeable future, great. They're not thinking about the p- rest of the pieces to the puzzle. And that's all that's been the problem with the character of Paulina since she showed up. It's not Paulina herself. It's what they do to service her character while not caring about everybody else involved. Yeah. You're not wrong. And now you can throw Sloan into the mix because they clearly like Sloan. So they're going to do what they can to make her work and make people care. But I'm sorry, making th- this is not the way to do it. Yeah, I I actually I really enjoy Sloan as a vixen. Like she is great when it comes to that, but I do not care about her mom. Is the minute they put I don't have like Dylan said I don't have any ties to this character. Like we don't care. Sorry, your mom died. May she rest in peace. Right. I don't like, care. Like, we but like, I, we've I known love, we've I love known you, you as a vixen. Five- like okay, like, we've known good. you for five minutes. Why the fuck do we care what whose vagina you came out of? Yeah, like uh, yeah, like unless her mom was someone we already knew, we don't care. Right? Like yeah, so the, uh, and that's like that's I've been saying that from the beginning of this murder mystery thing. If it's going to be someone, it's hard enough to get us invested in a story we never saw. We never saw this accident, murder, whatever, what have you. We we didn't we never saw it. It it's part of a past that we didn't see, that we didn't experience, that we never heard about until now. Yeah. So you're already kind of swimming upstream. And now you've tied it to someone that we just met. And it's about a character that we don't know for all we for what we know right now has no connection no deeper connection to the canvas than this character that we just met. I'm supposed to care because. 
like they honestly could have just introduced Sloan as Chad's cousin, right? <laughs> My cousin, a lawyer, I'm calling her. We need some help at Demera Enterprises or I need some legal advice and the lawyers here are terrible or I have too much history. <laughs> like, Whoa, that shade to Bell. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> shade to Bell and, and Justin, but well, it's not Justin, wrong. Justin deserves it. But... <laughs> <laughs> and apparently Sloan's been in Salem for a while because she and Rafe go back a while because she's yeah. been battling the Salem PD for a minute. So and, the, and, and Chad came also Chad came for money he didn't just get money with the Damaris his parents had the people that raised him had money yeah so him being well connected his mother was a judge her having yeah. a niece her having a niece who's a who's a lawyer as well wouldn't be a stretch sometimes the showman <laughs> and especially when you give her the last name of Peterson, Peterson which yep. was Chad's yep. part of Chad's last name when Chad he hit town. Peterson like, Woods. That was his like, name. His He had his stepfather's uh, last name and his mother's name as well. They kept that name. I assume they kept that name for a reason because it was going to mean something one day. They killed her off. But this would have made sense. Do they know that Chad's name is Chad Peterson Woods, or do they? <laughs> I don't only think know I, Chad's I, name. I, I told you, listen, I told y'all from the beginning to get prepared for a Cooper Barrett, Brenda Barrett type disappointment. <laughs> we rarely get the Todd Manning I was going to bring that Manning. up. <laughs> Happy coincidences where the writers look at it and are like, oh, we can make something out of this. Yep. That like, would have been the perfect. We rarely get that. Okay, you name the character this by random. Do a little You all you have to do is a Google search or just look You have consultants on the fucking show <laughs> but you all you gotta do is look at chad's wikipedia page but hello so they have, <laughs> that's his mother this is what they have consultants for oh kate could have recognized the name and reacted um i mean yeah they were better any, so yeah any of the damaras could have because they know who they know who peterson is now but they've what she's conspicuously not interacted with any of those people by the way no, just saying but she's a lawyer and the Demers are a bunch of criminals. Again, like, like <laughs> not a bunch of criminals. Except Tony, they are. <laughs> I mean, Tony now, Tony back in the day. Yeah, he's oh, reformed. Yeah. He's reformed by the love a... of a good woman. <laughs> by the yeah. love of a messy woman. <laughs> Let's. Let's just hope this like story gets better. Yeah, because... like I'm leaving room for it to get. You know what I mean? Like I yeah, want same. it to get better, so I'm leaving room for like improvement. But like at this point, yeah, y'all have made it harder on yourselves than it needed to be. I feel like my mm, uh, mama yeah. told me if I ain't got nothing nice to say, shut up. So <laughs> I'm <gonna> shut up. <laughs> Gee, that seems to be a theme. <laughs> across multiple across multiple stories, the whole we make things harder than it needs to be because we got Xander doing that over there. Mm-hmm. Now we got this, and then we have the next one. At the very least, with Xander, he's it's in character it's for consistent. him to be stupid. Yeah. Like he, yeah. him being stupid is a part of his character. Love him, but he's an idiot. This just feels Even like the Paul writers. This didn't feel. This just feels like the writers didn't think or try. Do they ever? They do sometimes. It's just not usually not for things we want. (laughs) Uh, Oh, now we can move into our last headline. Uh, 
Eric and Nicole kiss and Jada sees. She leaves before they see her. Eric and Nicole admit their feelings and decide they want to be together before they can celebrate. Jada is rushed to the hospital and we find out she is pregnant. I all Nicole do is lie. That's all she does is lie. <laughs> Just she lies. She Rafe is like, nah, I'm not I'm not crazy. I know what I see. You don't. There's nothing. There's nothing. She argued with that man for 35 minutes and told and, she- <laughs> and, and told him he was he was wrong. He was miss. He was confused. He didn't see what he saw. And then the moment she's alone with Eric, he sees it. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> see, I was over it. <laughs> she's so chaotic. Oh my god. And not in a good way. No. Like, I mean, at least the fact that they spent most of the episode, most of the episode, they spent, she spent telling him he was wrong. It's one thing when she was scheming and like doing chaotic things and intentionally, but this, like, ma'am, you spent an entire like episode gaslighting him. And I don't like liking rape. I don't like being right? away. I told you it feels wrong. <laughs> you gotta. It was on his side the entire time. I was like, "Sir, you know what? You were making like I'm on his side to the point where I I don't hate the idea of him and Jada anymore. <laughs> like that's that's how I'm, I'm on his oh side. God. I am, that, and that's scary for me. You know what? I actually oh, like... listen. Listen, pre- pregnant women who are having issues with their baby daddies are his brand. Tony, don't do this. <laughs> he has a pattern. Okay, he met and fell in He's love not with wrong. Sammy. She's not wrong. Sammy was pregnant with Sydney when they met and fell in love. Uh, he was helping Nicole play hide the baby. Yeah. <laughs> a decade ago, and that was when we all thought Rafe and Nicole was going to be a thing, and then they didn't. And tried to do it 10 years too late. So this this is a pattern for him. Yeah. yeah. See, this I is will say, what... I, I liked the moments of self-awareness that she had when she finally had them. And I did like that she said, this isn't right. I'm breaking up with Rafe regardless of what happens with us because I can't do this to him. Like, finally, you admit it. it just took you like seven months. Though so I will say, when, when Rafe... Uh, as much as Rafe was right, I did have a moment of like, are you really talking about Nicole gaslighting you after what you did to Ava about Nicole? I'm not saying he don't deserve it. I'm just yeah. saying. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I mean, just saying. Both Nicole, things can be up. true at once. Like he did in yeah. fact gaslight Ava. This, and yeah. this is karma this is, for him. Yes, this is karma. The karmic boomerang is mm-hmm. smacking him right outside the head. And I don't hate watching it because you could be having some fire carbonara right now. I think she just meant she he would have some good food tea. But you know for real. Like I'm I'm title, <laughs> fire carbonara. <laughs> or maybe I'm it wasn't even saying, I don't know. It works both ways. <laughs> like for real, she was like, him me so on every much day. of like, so much could be a. That is so wild when you think about it. Had so much of what's going on right now would not be going on right now if he just kept his ass at home with Ava. Mm-hmm. So it's Rafe's fault. <laughs> you just figured it out. Not <laughs> Not as Rafe's fault. I mean, listen, all... I'm with Blame it, Rafe. Yeah, I hate no. Rafe Hernandez. 
I will say I, I did like the Eric and Nicole scenes. Like they actually had, first of all, the parallel to the plane. Absolutely. Like we talked about, um, we recorded a top five podcast, which will be coming out later this month, where we uh, were talking about uh, the love scene with John and Marlena on the plane. And there was a straight dialogue parallel with Eric and Nicole that had me on the floor. Because they start, they, they were kissing and then he, he pulled back and then he said, what are we doing? And she said, what we've been wanting to do for months. And that is a direct parallel to the plane. And I about died. All of these parallels that are happening with Eric and Nicole to the affair with John and Marlena in 1993 are absolutely taking me out. And I love, well, I also love that Eric like admitted that he was wrong. Like he was like, why wouldn't you not choose me? Look what I did when we were married. Like, I don't blame you for choosing what you chose. And it was in that, that. I loved that. And in that moment, I just wanted Nicole to say what I feel for you scares me because I don't want to be hurt again. And honestly, had she said that a lot of the issues I've had with the story up to now would have been fixed. I will say too, one of the other things that I appreciated because I was so tensed like when a when jada saw them and then she left and then she went to the pub and she sat down with rafe i was like oh here go hell come because i i don't like how they've kind of turned jada into miss run tell that <laughs> so yeah, it's, yeah, it's <laughs> like so i was like oh here we go here we go and then she did not say anything and i was like okay Thank you. I, th- I think, to be honest, I was worried the same way you were. But when she actively chose that time, I'm like, okay, maybe she's just making the decision for herself that she and Eric probably don't have a future together and she's just going to move on. Right. Because Rafe has already been figuring it out for himself. Like, she right. didn't need to. There's n- exactly. Did. There's no reason to wade into those waters. That was exactly. And again, like, to the point that you know nick made earlier um she she's not a child she's a grown woman and she can clearly read this room and her and eric have known each other for 10 minutes this should not be like some angsty oh my god i don't want to give him up i can't walk away no no sis you see that mess over there (laughs) We gonna leave that where it be blessed, bro. <laughs> Deuces. Now, solely based on the uh, promo and her reaction to Nicole, I think, I think any woman would react to that to what Nicole oh, yeah. was saying. She's, yeah. she's completely any- not wrong. Because where, where the fuck do you get right? up judging, judging the choice that I make from my child? My body, my business, mind yours. Exactly. Yeah, but I, I also think, and I kind of hope that there's a past with this because Jada was married before. If she's Ooh, lost, if she has if the history of she's lost a child before, if she's had an if she's had a, a termination before, if she, like if she gave birth and the baby died before, like there's you don't know the can of worms that Nicole could have opened up. Why said why would you want a baby attached to him? That ain't it ain't about him at this point. It's about my child. And I think and this... that's what I, I wouldn't mind that because I think it would explore yeah. Jada more. I would I wouldn't I would be open to that. I'm just curious to see where they're going to take that. Yeah. And I, I will say I was very happy that she didn't say anything to Rafe because it, 
I, I've been I've been torn on whether she is overly honest or un, or intentionally messy. And this was the moment that kind of if she was choosing to be intentionally messy, she would have said something. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I would love if they cast her mom and her mom would show up and be like, you're very honest, often too honest to a fault. And she'd be, like, to that. She'd, she'd be like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I would I would just love to see it. Or even if or even if um, if she had more scenes with Stephanie and Stephanie said, you were always like my blunt friend growing up, like you always told me the truth, no matter how much I didn't want to hear it. So something like that. It doesn't necessarily have to be her mom, but. I would love yeah. to see her mom one day. Were Stephanie and Jada friends? Yeah, they made reference to Stephanie being at Jada's, I think either Jada being at Stephanie's eighth birthday or flip it. But now that's possible because their dads were best friends, but that, that, does that mean they were friends? Yeah. Well, Kayla was close with Marcus too. So um, they, it's established that they at least knew each other. They haven't seen each other in a minute, but if they were childhood friends, mm. I could see that. Because they have they have had like one scene. Yeah. Yeah, I thought they were going to be friends when they first when they were supposed to be showing up around the same time. But they most of her interactions with the Johnsons have really been Steve and then Kayla when he whenever Steve's around. But I, and I assumed that... Stephanie and Jada would be close, but they haven't really done that. And this would be a really good time to pick that up because both of them kind of need a sounding board. Yes, because she's choosing to date somebody as Stephanie when her heart may may be with somebody else. And Jada is... Jada was dating Stephanie's cousin. Yeah. And Jada's kind of... kind of on the other end of that because she is dating somebody whose heart lies elsewhere so they could kind of each give interesting clarity to the other yeah it's it's like very simple things they could do to like enrich these stories and they just often don't do it i'm hoping that when we have a little bit more time in the peacock episodes like once we actually don't have to worry about writing for ad breaks and we're just kind of writing straight through like that we have the time to flesh those things out. So I hope it's coming. That's one of the things I hope that the Peacock transition gives us. But I guess time will tell on that. Did you want Jada to confront them in the moment? Or are you happy she didn't say anything? Oh, I'm torn about that. Because it could have gone way left. <laughs> like it just, yeah. I think her silence said a lot. Yeah. Cause like she's asked, she asked him before. He told her he didn't have, any, he told her she didn't have anything to worry about. Now she's seeing it for herself. She's she's getting clarity that Rafe isn't getting. So she can, she doesn't have to wonder. Like, okay, well, it is what it is. I knew this. I hope her reaction is, I knew this going in. We're not attached at the hip. We can, we can move on. And then the baby would just complicate things. But I don't. I, I'm I'm torn about that because I don't know if I trust them with her com- confronting them immediately. I just don't. Yeah. And one other thing that bugged me, and this is, this is a minor thing, but when she found out she was pregnant and Sarah handed her the file and she literally physically read her test results, that does not happen. Ever. No, it doesn't. I was confused. I was, <laughs> I was so confused. I'm like... Like, it would be different if... if- 
Cause wait, did did Sarah say it first, or did she just give her no, the file? She no, she literally she... handed she literally handed her the papers and said here. No, yeah, that's weird. I I assumed Sarah would have. That's what I thought. Like my brain thought, hey, Sarah already said it. Jade is in disbelief, so she lets her see it in black and white. No, no. she she just handed it to her. That's odd. I don't know who made that choice, but it was weird. It was. I'm like, that does not happen. Like unless Jada was a doctor, like it just doesn't make sense. Jada's the cop, so why would she? <laughs> just, I mean, they're her records, but still, it's just weird. Doctors don't do that, so it took me out they of the don't. moment because I'm like, this is this is so strange. And now we just have to wait and see where this story goes. I was excited. Now I'm nervous because there's a lot of there's a lot of landmines they can step on here. Yeah. Yeah, and I need them to tread very, very carefully because I want drama and angst for Eric and Nicole that does not ruin Eric and Nicole in the process. But that is it for our headlines, so we can head on over to in other news, and we've got Days celebrated their anniversary with a callback to Julie shoplifting and HD flashbacks to the very first episode. With the help of Anna, Johnny and Wendy track down Rolf and decide to go find him. Eric and Sarah talk about Xander. Alex and Stephanie go on a date. Leo and Sonny go out for drinks for some random reason that I have yet to understand. (laughs) (laughs) Steve tries to support Rafe, who is reeling from a fight with Nicole. So, Ariet, why don't you start us off? Well, um... So I'm picking, with the help of Anna, Johnny and Wendy track down Rolf and decide to go find him. Even if I don't think this is kind of accurate to who Anna is, I don't think Anna has ever been the kooky aunt. But out of context, it was hilarious. I loved when they called her over and got her to make that phone call to, what was it, Ned or like, yeah, Yeah. the pilot. Ned Granger, Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and <laughs> she said something like, well, I don't remember the exact dialogue, but she said when something. When she said Tony died. Tony died. <laughs> I was like, Tony died. I don't I'm like why would she say that? <laughs> she had me on the floor, Leanne's comedic timing is spot on did you see johnny and wendy's face they were like huh okay (laughs) but yeah i'm i'm really enjoying them like trying to figure out what like who's behind the stefan's brainwash and they're close but a bit off yeah right church wrong pew yeah (laughs) 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 so i'm i'm I'm, that's funny i'm enjoying this duo i'm I'm curious what's going to happen. We saw a bit of it on the promo, like two seconds of them confronting Rolf. So I want to see how that goes. But the scenes with Anna, oh my God, she was so hilarious. Hilarious. So much fun. Even if I don't think the whole kooky aunt Anna is on brand for the character. I mean, Anna was always very eccentric. And if you flatter her, it's the way to get whatever you want from her. Yeah. Yeah. I also, I also think maybe to Johnny and like it, Johnny's generation and Theo, she is the kooky aunt. Like, because the is, they had her walking around with an urn for I mean, about a decade. 
I don't know if that's really accurate because didn't she have to had to flee town after kidnapping having I don't remember what it was, but the whole kidnapping. No, not Sydney. Remember that storyline with EJ and Anna back in that was yeah, that was yeah, that when was he Sydney. kidnapped Sydney, and that was out of that whole thing was out of character for Anna. And then Anna would had, never do that. Ever since then, it's been kind of weird. That whole story for her was weird. Yeah, but, but I don't know. This don't is know. this is yeah. more. It's not, I mean, it's more over the top than it was, but this is more remnants of who she actually is yeah, than who that she ever is, was. But I'm not sure with like Johnny and EJ, uh, it doesn't really make sense. But I guess I'll take it because I like Anna. I love Anna actually. So I'll take it. And I yeah. love those scenes. So Anna's priorities are always Tony. And yeah. so, like, he died. <laughs> Ma'am. <laughs> Ah, that was funny. Uh, you're chaotic, uh, but I love your chaotic. Also, when she said Tony can't lie to me, like that's not something he would like, and that's true. He really can't because she and can then, always tell. Wow, he's gonna lie to her, or what it seems like. Oh, that's oh, that's he, right. He, he told knows the truth. Yeah, yeah, that's tr- I completely forgot about that. So that's gonna be interesting to see where that goes. Yeah, Nick, what about you? What are you picking for your another news pick? Um, the anniversary um call back with Julie and the flashbacks those were really nice to see. Um, yeah, but I also really loved seeing Sean interact with his grandparents. It was like, so nice. It was just like, oh wow, they remember him. Like it was just, but it it was I hollered when Doug said um he said something about your um checkered past or something like that. And she looked at him and rolled her eyes, but it was just nice. Um, though those scenes, those flashback scenes, did maybe gave me a little bit of hope for getting the rest of the day's catalog on Peacock. <laughs> me too, gonna... especially especially when they were remastered in HD. I was like, please, please. That was literally my first thought. I was like, please, that would be please. amazing to see. Um, but Sean Douglas matters. Um, people, I think if you use him just like let us see more of him with his grandparents and then until you figure out a story but we should not see him at all right like that was really nice to see and it was heartwarming i it it also made me wish that eli could have been around (laughs) because we never really saw them interact as cousins like we saw them interact as co-workers but not like it felt like there was always a disconnect with the fact that they were actually cousins yeah Um, so like i vibe yeah, he did. So I'm like, just just play the connections that are there, and you can probably sell us anything you want. We'll question it. We'll probably trash it later. But if you sell us with the connections, we'll be there. We'll let it rock somewhat. Yeah. But yeah, that was really nice. Because I didn't expect it. I didn't either. I was completely thrown by it. Because like when I saw the spoilers that Julie was getting arrested, I was like, what the fuck for? <laughs> and then and then the whole shoplifting thing, and then I was like, oh my god, that's so, like, I was like, oh, what a cute nod to to the anniversary. Yeah. I like this, I liked this nod better than last year, because last year they just did that weird wedding cake thing. Oh yeah, that was odd. But at, least this, at least they didn't kill anybody unnecessarily this time either. Which wedding cake? True, very true. Yeah. But this this was so this was so much better. And and the flashbacks and then seeing Julie in in the Horton house with all of the pictures on the mantle, just it was 
it hit me right in my feels. It was also but, weird that that wasn't actually um, Susan C. Four Face. That was yeah, I thought yeah. that it looked, but it looked like her. <laughs> yeah, because she did. I don't think she started until like sixty-seven. Yeah, sixty-seven or sixty-eight. But um, the original actors they do kind of favor each other. Oh, her name is Charlotte Doherty. But yeah, yeah, that was really nice to see. Dylan, what is your in other news pick? Uh, my in other news pick was something that I enjoyed against my will. <laughs> <laughs> and it was Leo it. and Sonny going out. I knew it. I loved it. Like, every bit of my brain is telling me bad that bad this could only end in disaster and disappointment. But they just. I'm gonna have clown shoes on. I love their scenes together. They work so well, and it's so much fun to watch them. And I just—I don't know where it's gonna go, and that makes me nervous. Yeah, <laughs> that makes me very nervous. I would not mind like a like a very weird friendship between the two of them because I do think they play off each other well, and I do think that Sunny needs to relax. And unclench yeah. a little bit. Please, God. <laughs> and Leo needs someone to smack him upside the head. Because it, it's not going to be Gwenny. So he needs someone to smack him upside the head. And be like, yo, you're a grown man. We, we don't do that. <laughs> Leo <Yeah>. the scammer. <laughs> Did Greg and Zach ever interact as uncle and nephew on Young and the Restless much? I think maybe once. not much. I think it might have been one scene because I don't think his version of Fenmore was around yeah. long. And I think the one time he did come home, I think Kevin might have been there, but I don't even remember because yeah. I remember I was still watching it, off and on at that time. Not mm. his his tenure as Fenmore was literally blink and you miss it. Right. It was it was <laughs> very. Uh, speaking of a character, like speaking of a character that weirdly gets no investment <laughs> then more baldwin <laughs> uh yeah yeah finn does not i don't know they just he's not kyle abbott so they don't care <laughs> hell saying they only they barely care about noah so <laughs> yeah <laughs> honestly now that's weird because <laughs> and i called that boy finn more baldwin oh well y'all know who i meant <laughs> But yeah, if you're not Kyle Abbott, they they they, they don't care over there. But no, nah, I don't think they had a lot of of interaction. But they have a really I just love their chemistry. It's so good. Their scenes it's are so, so good. good. It's so good. And I'm just so <laughs> nervous about what they're gonna choose to do with know, it. I don't know if you mentioned this, Dylan, but um he was kind of afraid of Alex. Leo was <laughs> because he almost beat him up the last time yeah we thought he stabbed him yeah and when the truth uh came out that he was kind of the reason that sloan got a hold of the file (laughs) and he grabbed him again and he was like see he said something that had me on the floor leo was hilarious he was like see this is why i was nervous (laughs) <laughs> it's it's gonna be so interesting seeing leo living in the kiriakis mansion yeah oh i don't know how we get there but right. we very clearly do 
and I'm kind of here for it because his interactions with Alex, Sonny, and Victor. <laughs> <laughs> Craig is so amazing. I love him. Oh my god. But my in other news pick, um, I think I'm gonna go with the Eric and Sarah convo because it was kind of nice to actually see them talking about their dead child for a second because like we never get to see them grieving their child together and it was kind of nice that they touched on it i know there are a lot of people on twitter who are like why is this a thing why does this happen but like eric never got to grieve his child on screen we got plenty you know and we barely get to see sarah grieving her child anymore so it was just kind of nice to kind of give them a moment and just to kind of remind us that eric and sarah are friends and Friendships are so lacking on this show that any chance we get to actually see a friendship, I'm all for. Yeah, and I actually really like those scenes, and I didn't yeah. expect to. Me either. I, I just the one thing that frustrated me is the way that they have Sarah wearing her clown shoes for Xander right now because she's she's trying so hard to believe in him, so so hard, and it's just Xander's going to have her looking like the biggest clown, and I'm so upset. Yeah. And it's also <laughs> unnecessary. Yeah. That's what's killing me. Like, we couldn't give them a, a honeymoon period with a few financial woes sprinkled in. We had to go straight to dumbest kidnapper known to man. But also, that is on brand for Days Men, because I'm remembering, like, remember when Jack was broke? Yo, God. <laughs> What did he do? I'm scared. Oh, he decided he was gonna be Kenny Rogers and know when to hold him, know when to fold. He started singing. He started gambling. He started gambling. (laughs) And then there was the whole thing with the book. Yeah, it's so weird. And he he didn't want to tell Jennifer and. Billy was involved. It's just that I mean that was how Billy and Jack became yeah. friends because it ended up like he ended up finding money in a barn and then it ended up being money that Billy was hiding away and then it ended up he needed to make money so he found one of Kate's old journals in the attic of the house they were living in so he convinced Billy to be the front the front man for this book and then she tried yeah, to he goes get... through a book it was oh. they did ask man was... landers <laughs> <laughs> without the it newspaper was so column, much yes. it was so and mind you he's doing all of this behind jennifer's back yep days of our convoluted lives <laughs> and, okay and now and i don't was Abby sick yet? I'm trying to remember if this was before Abby got sick. I think it was a little before. If I remember, if I'm a timeline right, I think it was a little before. And I was so mad because I because when I was watching Classic Days, like I knew he left in October of '93, so I knew that like we were the, the, this was where we choose to spend the last few months. Yeah, I was so <laughs> angry. It like. Was- it, Oh, it's a lot, but I I say that to say this: when all of this comes out, if no one understands, Jack will understand. Jack should have a little bit of <laughs> understanding because he's been there many a time. Like, these are the decisions these men make when they're broke, and it's just so odd. It's so you really couldn't just uh, Chanel might have hired you at Sweet Bits, bro. Somebody got to work the register. Pride goeth before the fall, and it will always be the 
the undoing of every man in Salem because they big facts (laughs) because they have this incessant need to provide for their women in the lifestyle they believe they should become accustomed to mind you nobody asked you for all that (laughs) and mind you the only thing these women want are them like that's literally stupid as they are they (laughs) (laughs) stand up all of honest (laughs) (laughs) exactly but that we've sort of gone all over the rainbow i don't even know (laughs) everybody got it in other news pick yes yeah i think all right all right so we can move on into our segments Ariet, are you praising or shading um, so I'm praising, um, and I'm praising Peter Reckel and Christian Alfonso because they know how to get the Bolt fans going. Because the minute that video of them showed up, everyone was screaming, and they just have that aura around them, and uh, it just got me so excited. Even if I knew, I was. <laughs> I was still screaming like a fangirl seeing the video and I'm just so excited and I know they like I said during um, Beyond Salem 2 they still got it and I just want to give them the kudos and I'm looking forward to seeing Bone Hope again so that gets kind of gets my because I'm tying into Day of Days obviously and that's my praise for this week all right, Nick, what about you? Are you uh, absolutely are you praising or shading? I'm, I'm a shade. <laughs> I really got no other options right now. Stop with the unnecessary plot devices like Charlie talking to Ava or <laughs> Xander agreeing to kidnap someone for money or this. It's the Johnny Ava obsession just because you want to get to a certain point or Chanel and Paulina being the center of Chanel. The Chanel Paulina story, period. I'm going to be real. I, I, it takes a lot for me not to enjoy a storyline that's supposed to be about Black characters and they've done that very quickly with this one. Um, they, everything just feels so not needed and not necessary and it's getting hard to really invest because so so many things come off as unnecessary and you often know where the story is going to end anyway like the only thing that i'm not that i'm slightly invested in because i don't know where it's going to, how it's going to play out is the eric jada nicole rafe aspect of it but i'm still pissed at the writing for it because nicole was still very unnecessary <laughs> when she lied to that man for 34 <laughs> minutes <laughs> <laughs> but like just stop doing unnecessary things just just you can present a story a straightforward story and then tell it there you don't have to do all this extra additional things to sell it because now like you've kind of like i'm exhausted before the story even begins you just can't be invested in the story because of all the extra shit extra shit and it's also when you add the extra shit you already know like they, they basically tell you where the story is going to end all right, Dylan, what about you? Are you praising or shading? I'm shading and I'm shading a very specific choice that they seem to be making. Um, 
I get that promos and trailers and things like that are designed to get people interested and in, and in talking and excited and like you know wanting to see what's going to you know give them an idea of what's coming so that they can be perched for it but I feel like in the pursuit of that they've started to give away way too much and it doesn't help that the tape schedule is so far ahead yeah that so much stuff gets spoiled or speculated on like months in advance and it sort of created this environment where even when a trailer's aesthetically pleasing it feels like I know everything that's going to happen now so I don't necessarily need to be perched I just I want them to start withholding things and if that means you need to change your social media policy so that people aren't like you know doing so much posting from the dressing room or whatever whatever what have you I just I want them to start holding things a little closer to the vest like I like spoilers but I also like for stories to be revealed and I feel like stories don't really get a chance to be revealed anymore and yeah that was like clear on clear display with the the day of days promo it was a good promo but at the end of it i felt like i knew everything that was going to happen and i i don't want to feel like that anymore i want to feel like oh my gosh i don't know what's going to happen yeah like there's a difference between those two and i would <laughs> i would like a little more of the latter and a little less of the former you made some very good points Honestly, but in that context, yeah. I actually completely agree with you. Being in this day and age where you get so much spoilers and like get too much spoilers, it does ruin the fun. It's kind of like a movie trailer where the trailer like gives off the entire movie. Yeah, like you're like, okay, well, I don't have to go watch it. I don't have to, I don't have to go to the theater now. I've just seen the whole movie. Honestly, with this perspective, I totally get it. Because you, what's the point of watching? <laughs> They've told you the story. Yeah. And like, I just, and the thing is, like, if you look at that trailer, had they kept some of that, there were big moments in there. Yeah. That, like, if we didn't know they were coming when they aired, it would have been an oh my God. Yeah, I wonder if they should have done the promo before i mean i before the surprise announcement like if we had seen the promo before we knew they were back i think they what, should have not done a surprise announcement at all they, but they do a surprise announcement at every day of days i think it, it, i don't know what else they could well i, I think, wish it would have been something do an announcement, else. it could be a surprise like because <laughs> you've been telegraphing bow and hope's return for when was when did beyond salem 2 come out july so like for months now so my thing i think could you imagine if they would have aired that and only only showed um marlena kate and kate dying um showed hope's return and that's it as far as the stuff that 
we that isn't actively airing right now. Could you imagine if, if that was all they showed us? Yeah, because I think they should have cut a lot of things out now that I think about it. Dylan, you always make some good points. That makes me think. Because I, I don't think the Bo and Megan stuff needed to be in there. Mm -mm. That look, those look like scenes directly from Beyond Salem. No, they weren't. They, they, weren't, they, they, weren't, they weren't, but it looked like it. Yeah. I, I mean, they could have, honestly, truly, they could have kept the Bo stuff out of it to uh, surprise the fans. And the whole, um, I don't know how they would have gotten around that. Just showing Marlene and them getting to heaven. That would have been no, fine. Yeah, the, see, like, the, we didn't even need to see them that. in heaven. Just show us them flatlining. Show us them dying. Yeah, we didn't need to see every character grieving. Like, I get it. They're trying to draw in viewers and try to hype up the show being on Peacock. Like, I get why they did this. Like, but imagine I'll the headlines if, they're, if they show Marlena Evans. Dying in John Black's arms. Just people dying will, and flatlining with no explanation. <laughs> and people yes, will be showing up again known, outside already campaigning. We would, on, we would have known she was still taping, but we don't know how we're going to get there. We don't know what's yeah. going to cause this. We all only thing we know is that they were poisoned. Honestly, but that's it. I'm with Dylan on this now. Less is more sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, like... I I want, like, give us the sizzle, but not necessarily the steak. Like, y'all are giving us almost the whole, <laughs> y'all are giving us almost the whole meal. And I, th listen, I'm a spoiler junkie. So, like, I, I, I don't necessarily, like, hate spoilers. I'm not that person. I just. It takes you out I, of the story. Yeah, I just feel like there's, there were so many moments in that trailer that if we didn't know. Like, if we just saw them air without being forewarned, would have been major. Mm. But also, given the success of Beyond Salem 2, largely because Peter and Christian were a part of it, wouldn't you want to advertise that they're back to get viewers to but pop on over? Well, that that's where the surprise announcement comes in. You don't have to put them in the trailer, too. But it's kind of hard to do that. And then, because... too, like, I feel like how much lead up do you need for that, though? Yeah, because it's still going hope. I don't think we're getting like I, I don't I literally think they're going to be on screen by the end of next month. I literally think they've only given us a month's notice. They could have shown like glimpses of stuff or like have a montage, a song playing instead of I don't know. They could have done it differently now that I think about it. But that's not how they do things. It, they I know they, like, they're trying to hype the show. I get it. But also, they've done better job at not revealing, like thinking in my head about your promos and seeing them like the previous promos, seeing them in my head. They have done a good job of it before. So they revealed too much instead of just keeping a, a middle ground for. How much they were gonna show and how I much do think they should have I do think they should have held the Steve Burton announcement because had the Steve Burton announcement not I happened, I don't think we would have been I mean, I we would have all seen it coming eventually, but I still think that moment of shock would have been there had we not had Steve Burton forty eight hours prior. But again, we had Beyond Salem this year. So we would have seen that. Yeah, like anyway. I feel, but but I get Tony's point because the minute they made that announcement, yeah. you knew that the return yeah. was imminent because yeah. there's no reason to bring him if they're not coming. 
Yeah, I get that. So had had they come first, then obviously, then people still could have had the, well, people still could have had the exclusive as soon as the promo dropped, people drops their article. They didn't have to, they didn't have to drop it early. That primed us for it. So we weren't as surprised when we saw it because yeah, of course. What they should have done is like, for instance, had skip the announcement. Don't do it. Just allude to like do something else and then in the promo don't show hope's face and take out the megan bow stuff and just less of the uh storyline with the women dying yeah like give us glimpses but not like the whole picture that's what i'm yeah. like i give us give us a little window like, into things but not like the whole john and steve picture. showing up it was john and steve right like saying, yeah. oh God. They could have just left it there. Oh my God. That's enough. We don't need to see Hope's face. I am so excited, but I get her point. Well, I am going to be praising, and I just want to praise Day of Days in general. Like the fact that they literally throw a free event for fans. Like, all you have to do is show up. You don't have to pay for anything except how to get there. But once you get there, everything is free. Autographs are free. The Q&A is free. They give away free merch. Like, that's ridiculously awesome. And also, those little sweet bit donuts things that I kept seeing all over social media. Love those. Those are so cute. Like, so I just want to give Days and Peacock their flowers for actually caring about their fans and not trying to rob their fans blind like to just give us a day to appreciate our show that's awesome and i think that deserves to be commended it does. Yeah, that is super cool do we have any other final thoughts um it's one it's random um but so i'm feeling right now give me some more melanated testosterone on this show please um, um, that's all <laughs> i can yeah. He, he said he said Abe is not enough. <laughs> and Abe, oh my God, he, Abe is my grandfather. I can't relate to him. I love him, but I I, I can't. But honest- I, <laughs> I need give me something, please. Nick said for colored boys who have considered turning the channel when Abe Carver is not enough. But yeah, oh I, God, I a mess. <laughs> yeah, I've been feeling that way a few weeks. Like I just <laughs> I can't ignore it no more. I mean you're not wrong. Honestly. You're not. And it we need it's, it's glaring. There's there's a void that needs to be filled. There is. I'm not gonna say bring Theo back because I don't trust you. However, mm. <laughs> like I wanted Jada to have a little brother. I would I wouldn't mind that. <laughs> yeah. Call him Marcus Jr. Why not? Like, just. (laughs) (sighs) But yeah, give me some, give give me something to sink my teeth into and invest in. I don't disagree. And hopefully, hopefully we will get that. I, we can manifest that for 2023. Our powers of manifestation work. They'll work for me. They'll work for me. I've noticed (laughs) that. They'll work for me. (laughs) They work for me. I will, I will. I will manifest for you. Remember, <laughs> I manifested that bear. 
Yeah, Arya, you're not allowed to. <laughs> you're not allowed to manifest things anymore. <laughs> right? Okay, you listen. didn't use your you didn't use your powers for good. So sorry. I mean, I and whenever and whenever Michael does it, it takes too damn long. <laughs> <laughs> listen, Michael and I, we have that. Uh, we we have powers. Yeah, <laughs> the only just... side effect is delayed gratification, <laughs> or a a stupid bear that comes to life. I don't know what I expected, but I did not see that coming. But I'm gonna try to manifest what do you want, Nick? And I I manifesting right now. <laughs> Me too. And on that note, we will catch y'all next week. Have a good week, everybody. Bye. Bye.